What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Midweek Athletes Pod. We got a full house tonight, and we also got a very, very special guest with us. Yes, sir. We got a very special guest. She's a former college basketball player from the University of Maryville. Shout out to the Ville, where she won the conference tournament her sophomore year. And currently, she works for the Houston Rockets as a premium account rep executive. Uh, but more, most importantly, she's my wife. Let's give it up. Yeah. Samantha Vaden. Let's go. Happy to be here. Happy. Let's do it. Let's do it. Happy to have you here, Sam. Happy, Thank happy, you. happy. All right. Congratulations again. Evan, you look like you got a nice little tan on the honeymoon. Look yeah, refreshed, brother. my brother. Yeah, brother, you know, looking a little dark. You know, Hopefully we good. can get another refresh going, guys. Remember, he said <laughs> after <laughs> the wedding. He, he said after the wedding. I was, I was just about to say, he rubbed the hair. You already know, man. <sighs> Go ahead, Evan. Take us where we headed to first. All right, we're just going to start this off because obviously it's the big topic of the weekend. We're going to get into the AFC-NFC championship predictions. So, right. special guest. Who do you have winning versus with the Chiefs and the Ravens? Um, I'm going to say the Ravens. Yeah. Um, just I, I'll be on, honest and upfront. I don't watch a whole lot of football unless you got on TV or you're talking. <laughs> but I've watched enough to know that at least this year, um, in my opinion, I feel like there's a lot of drama, intensity, and some team chemistry issues with the Chiefs. Not saying that they're not – Good to perform at the highest level, um, but I don't want a T a T Swift Super Bowl. <laughs> I really don't. I agree with you. I agree with you. And be I the just worst. feel like I just feel like that's all it's been. It's like cheap. It's not really Chiefs. It's T Swift. Mm -hmm. Like, and no no offense to her, but it's like, come on now. Like, I just want to get over it. Like, I want okay. be happy for them. I think they'll get married. Kumbaya. But Kumbaya. let's get back to football. <laughs> All right. I well, agree. Wes, okay. Wes, 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 you go right I now? agree with everything <laughs> you just said. Like, Y'all know I picked Baltimore a few weeks ago to go to the Super Bowl. I've been on this train. Lamar, he's about to win his second MVP. Um, he is arguably going to go down as the greatest running quarterback to ever play in the history of the game. He's ever? like that. He's two-time yes. MVP. Cam only had one. Michael Vick never won an MVP. Mike, Michael Vick doesn't really? even have an all-pro. Oh, wow. Never. All right. So, <laughs> look, I think it's their time. They got the best defense left in the playoffs. Um, their coaching staff is is coaching amazingly. They beat the hell out of the Texans in that second mm -hmm. half. Um, and honestly, I'm tired of seeing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl at this point. It's getting to be Brady and the Patriots, and I hate it with a passion. Okay. Elf, y'all already know me, man. I'm a, I'm Go a, ahead. I'm against the grain. I'm against the of grain. Of course. So, I ain't gonna lie. The Chiefs might got this one. You gonna yeah, take bro, Kermit? Yes, man. The Chiefs might got this one. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I told y'all, like, off, I don't know. This might have been off camera, but I told y'all the Chiefs are a very scary team. Like, you cannot. I told y'all, like, they they're gonna pussyfoot around in the playoffs. I mean, the regular season. But mm -hmm. once the playoffs come, bro. They gonna do their job. Look what they're doing. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, they kind of escaped out of their teeth with Buffalo, but 
Hey, you know, the game's won by inches, right? We talking about getting to the Super Bowl. True. Buffalo, Buffalo, they had the chance to at least take it to overtime. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, I mean. It wasn't Josh Allen. Yeah, it wasn't Josh yes, Allen. It was. It wasn't. Yes, it was. Are we going to have this conversation or are we going to see in there it and act like it's not? It, it wasn't fully his fault. It wasn't fully It wasn't fully his fault. He did all he could. He had a rushing touchdown. He threw for a touchdown. Threw for two, I think. Threw for two. He did he all he for, could. He did. He did the best he was capable of doing. Oh, really? Ever let me ask you a question. You're running wide open on a post route to win the game. Wide open. You're wide open, and I throw it in the dirt. Is that my fault or your fault? No, nah, that's your fault. I mean, I mean, like, uh, what right. are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, it's your fault. Don't get it twisted. Right. But I mean, we got we talk about factors. It's, it's a lot of factors in the game. Not just that play. You could have you know lost him the game. They also could have tackled a lot better. He also <laughs> fumbled. He also fumbled the ball yeah, yeah, on that yeah. last drive, yeah, but they and, didn't pick it up. Yeah, they they also made a great, great defensive play. So you know what I'm saying? Like that game could have went both ways. But again, I think the Chiefs are gonna go in. Beat the uh, Ravens. They're gonna probably beat them. Let me give you a score prediction. Oh, here we go. You know Come on. Come on. Man. Uh, I think they're gonna beat. Let's see a score of twenty-eight to twenty-four. Okay, so it's twenty-eight. It's gonna be a close game. They're not gonna blow them out. It's not gonna be a blow them out because the the Chiefs don't blow people out no more. They don't yeah. do that. You know what I'm saying? They just go win a football game. <laughs> Simple as that. Just go put up oh, another dub, another dub in a win column. I, mean, I can't be mad at you for picking the Chiefs. Like yeah. nobody can be mad at you for that. I am actually gonna roll with the Chiefs as well. So, mm-hmm. so, so I mean, basically everything that Ev just said. But for me, uh, obviously throughout the regular season, you know, they 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 had a big problem with receivers just dropping the ball left and right. Even mm-hmm. Kelsey just was not on his A game. He didn't put up a thousand yards this year. Yeah, he didn't put up a thousand. But I feel like now they hit the playoffs, and even though they barely got by Buffalo, I feel like they're finally like clicking. Receivers are starting to catch the ball. Everybody's getting in their rhythm. They got into playoff mode. And, and That's they, what I'm and, saying. And like they're that. in playoff mode. Man, that playoff but, mode is, you know, it's a, some people can do it. Miami Heat, they do it. I just playoff think, mode. They get I to the finals. Think, like, you and, know I, and I have nothing against Baltimore. I don't. I think, I think Baltimore, obviously, Same. number one seed, give all credit to them. I just have a real bad feeling that they're going to lose. I just, I just have that feeling that they're gonna lose, and I don't, I don't want Lamar to lose, but I just, I, like, just I don't have know that why yeah. that they're gonna lose. I just I, feel I like something is gonna happen in this game. Like, watch Odell is gonna have a hamstring problem in the second quarter. Zay and Flowers then, is gonna something like something's bro, gonna happen. It, 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 the Chiefs and it find fails. a way to win. It, it, it is sickening. It is kind of like the Patriots. And, it is very sickening. And I think that oh, go ahead. That game against the, the the Bengals last year, when the guy tackled him, Sick, I, I literally right before that play, I was at the bar. I was like, "Yeah, Patrick Holmes is about to scramble, and oh, that's a call, field goal, won the game." It's like, bro, this is ridiculous. Like, that's but, what happens every right, time. So we got two for the Ravens. Oh yeah, and we got two for the Chiefs. I got the Ravens running right, them boys so out the out the field. Off the Willie went to field included a little bit. Right. So hey, Willie, who do you have? <laughs> All right, next. Before, before we get on to before we get on to NFC, Sam, what do you think the score prediction is going to be with the Chiefs and Ravens? Um, I think it's going to be close. Okay. I think it's going to be close. Um, I don't have a score in mind. I just don't. I think it'll be a good game. Okay. Wes, what you got? Baltimore, thirty-four. Ooh, that's a good one. Kansas City, twenty. I I'm can't see go. Kansas City defense giving up 30 points. And, I definitely and you already can. went, right, Ev? You already yeah. said yours? 28-24, Kansas City. I'm going to go Chiefs 27, Ravens 22. 22? That's an odd score. It is, but I just I, I couldn't think of another number. But anyway, all right, we're going to move on to the NFC. Okay. 
49ers or Lions? Sam, who you got? Niners. Niners? Yeah. Um, his like in my experience of just knowing the Niners and watching the Niners, like, I just have one word, offense. Obviously, like the Lions, like right now, okay, I'm not referring to the Cowboys by any means, but like they're kind of like. No, no, refer. No, 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 no. I'm saying more of like they're like America's team don't, right don't, now, don't, like don't. the underdog, mm-hmm. like they made it this far, mm-hmm. but like their lack of conference experience. Ex- championship yep. experience is going to, is going to, you know, hinder them a bit. But, like, no question, it's like 49ers. Their offense just runs everybody off the board. And they'll just, damn. All right. <laughs> Wes, you go right there. Well, I'm actually kind of shocked. Uh, she did her research, man. <laughs> she did her research. I, I think, dude, I think Francisco's is going to win as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to come down to Brock Purdy. He's going to have to light these boys up. Because Detroit is very good against the run, third in the league against the run, 88 yards allowed a, a game. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're terrible against the pass, 27th against the pass in Detroit secondary. Secondary is not good. Brock Purdy is going to have to light them up. He's going to have to make some tough throws. He's going to have to stay in the pocket. He's going to have to play better than he did last week against Green Bay. I did take Green Bay to win that game. And mm-hmm. if y'all watch that game, Green Bay actually should have won that game last week. They dropped multiple interceptions, like multiple interceptions that could have won them that game. But the 49ers, man, they just going to light it up. If Debo plays, they going to blow them boys out. F? I don't know what y'all so with y'all, but. <laughs> hey, man, like, y'all already know how I feel about them Lions, man. Like, oh, my God. I've been telling Are you y'all. Serious? Yes, I'm dead serious. I've been telling everybody for the past two to three years. Dan Campbell is that coach. He makes he makes players want to run through the wall. Like, have you seen his speeches? <laughs> like, like I, I, I would go suit up and play for this man right now. Like, have you seen his fourth de- his fourth down decision? Yeah, he got, and he got big ass balls because he's converting the motherfuckers. <laughs> did not. <laughs> he's converting about? He converted that bitch last week. Oh my god, Tampa Bay's not that good. Hey, he won them. Hey, they beat the Eagles. The the Eagles suck. They do. We, hey, I told hey. you that weeks ago. Hey, they beat the Eagles. And then lose six of seven. You suck. Yeah. Yeah. Unacceptable. But hey, I'm going to take the Lions. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I think the Lions are going to come in. I think they have the energy, the right mm-hmm. energy right now. I've been telling everybody for like the past like two, two to three years, like I really like the Lions. I think they've been a dark, dark horse team outside of you guys. Do you but trust Jared Goff? I actually do. Yeah, I remember, bro. He went to the Super Bowl. It's not like – y'all like Jared Goff is just – And what fair. happened when he got there? He went to – I mean, he That's lost. Fair. No, no, no. I mean, what happened? I I don't care if you It was a low-scoring game. He didn't play well. It was a low-scoring game. Tom Brady didn't play well. It, the, it was, the score but the, ended like 10-3. to 3. And in the championship. Yeah, no, no, it was real low. It that was, really that low. was the year in the championship game where Nicole Roby Coleman hit the Saints player before the ball got there. And they just throw the flag. They never yeah, made it to because, the Super Bowl. Yeah, because it was supposed to it, that, be. Was that not the Vikings Saints. and the uh, no. Saints? No. No. That was, no, it was, that was the Rams and the Saints. Yeah, no, that was Vikings and Saints. No, it no, wasn't. It was, it was, Vikings and Saints. No, no. Vikings and Saints is the guy that Stephon Diggs caught the game-winning. But, yeah, it don't matter, bro. Like, Bro, he still uh, he went to the NFC Championship game, so he has experience. Jared Goff can play right. well. Like, do y'all even remember the receivers on that team? The Rams? On that Rams team? Hell no. no. Exactly, bro. Jared Goff Hell can get the job no. done. Like, I remember now he has a Murray Brown. He has Laporta. Like, bro, he has a uh, uh, Reynolds. Bro, he can he, he gives Montgomery. Hey, bro, they got an electric offense as well. 
Like, so but he they, doesn't they can, play well they outdoors. They can put up 45 points no. out, of, out, of, out of anywhere. He doesn't play well outdoors. Who? Jared Goff notoriously does not play well outdoors. I mean, I'm not, not worried about I guess we about to find we out. We about to find yeah, out. So I'm, I'm guessing you got San Fran too. Yeah, uh, I actually do have San Fran based on what Sam and Wes said. Their offense is just top-notch, got all the weapons. My only concern is Brock Purdy. Which we've talked about in previous and episodes, Aiden, but, Aiden, but that's but that's Brock my Purdy. only concern Aiden, is Brock Aiden, Purdy. Aiden Hutchinson is is, is that right. very nice. Very I, nice. You very know what? Nice. We'll, you know what San Francisco is going to do? Aiden, meet Trent Williams. All right. So so Sam, what is, what do you think your score prediction would be for 49ers and Lions? Um. I don't know the numbers, but I feel like this is going to be more of a run for the Niners. Like, it's not going to be as close as a Ravens-Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I would score the Niners significantly higher than the Lions. West. I think they'll just crumble. Ooh, crumble. San Francisco's going to – I feel like San Francisco's going to dominate. But it's probably be like 28 You 17. think they're going like, to, like, like, dominate? Like It won't be like a 30-point blowout, hey, but they're going to dominate the game. Yeah. So, it'll be probably like 28-17. Yeah, what you got? I got I got a score is twenty one seventeen lines. Seventeen is all you give that forty nine is off. Yeah, I remember Debo's playing injured and yeah. they they're really terrible out Debo. Like they're they're like, I, I saw it on ESPN, bro, they significant like yards per plate just goes so much down when he's it off does. the field. Like it's 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 really bad. And if he's limited, he's mm-hmm. playing limited snap safe energy. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's Debo. He's gonna try to go out there and play. It's, right. it's an NFC playoff game. He's gonna try to, to give it his hundred percent. But if he plays like twenty five to only like thirty plays, like that can really hinder him. Can. And he won't be able to run it like he yeah, normally like, does. Yeah, like they're not with that shoulder be, Really the main their main thing is let's let's make sure Christian McCaffrey don't hit us for big games. That's true. That's the that, that's your, that's what they really need to worry about. But they go back to Brock Purdy, like it, you it said, goes, it's it gonna goes, come it down goes, to Purdy. It's gonna come down to Brock Purdy. So either he make it the plays or they gonna lose. All right, so let's move on. We're moving on to the next topic. So, Sam, former college athlete, you have a ring. Your team is in the Hall of Fame at Maryville. So, what do you think right now, as far as women's basketball and women's sports in general? What do you think Caitlin Clark's impact is on the sport? Well, I think everyone, no matter their opinions, can just agree that Caitlin Clark is a phenomenal basketball player. Hands down. Um, I mean, her history um, as a player, like obviously very young, three gold medals, like coming into college, leading as a freshman, Big Ten Player of the Year, like – those are all fine and dandy, but it's the way that she's evolved over the years um, as a player. Like, I mean, especially this season, like she's averaging over 30 points a game. 31, um, six the la- seven. The Lazy. last game against Ohio State, which I know we're going to get to in a little bit, <laughs> I'm excited yeah. about, um, she had 45. Like, that's her highest game thus far. Um, my, my excitement for her outside of college is, especially with the, all the NIL stuff that's mm-hmm. going on right like she as well as um reese and some other gymnasts but we're sp- specifically talking about basketball um she's top five in nil um earning potential and like worth mm-hmm. right so which we'll talk about another thing she did for her teammates in reference to that but um <laughs> so what i see her doing when it comes to her transition into the wnba because we know she's obviously gonna be a top three pick well, yes. Um, well, maybe. Safe, safe say is just top three for mm-hmm. me. Um, but 
people like Stuart Plum Wilson that are already raising the ranks for salaries for the WNBA. I think she's just going to catapult that even further. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, she's selling out every game that she's playing in the college arena. I mean, the WNBA, in addition to college basketball, is getting the recognition and the viewership that they should have mm-hmm. had decades ago. Um, mm. And so I just think this is going to continue. And and in addition to Caitlin Clark, like we also have to talk about, which I know is later, like that there are so many female college women's basketball players mm-hmm. that may not have the stats as Caitlin Clark and some of the things she's doing offensively, shooting threes from 20 foot, 25-foot range, like they're – comparing not comparing her but calling her like the curry type shooter um and she's averaging 40 to 50 percent including from that range so um yeah I mean there's some things about her character that are a little questionable for me um which I'll let y'all bring that up later but just as far as basketball and the game itself like there's no question oh because I have a question surrounding Caitlin and I've been wondering this she is a walking bucket. She can score mm-hmm. on anybody. 31, mm-hmm. 6, and 7. But I've seen the stat where anytime she goes over 40, they don't win. Right. So my question to you would be, when she gets to the next level in the WNBA, will her game be able to translate and lead directly to winning, or is she going to put up a lot of stats but not win? That's a good question. For me, I think – it's going to be definitely hard her first year. Like, I think it's going to be more stat heavy, but as far as like winning, she's going to have to understand her role a little bit because for me personally, like, and I know I don't really compare on that level. Right. But like when you come from high school and going to college, you're no longer just the best player in your team. You're the best player in your team with other people that are best players on their team. And so I think it's going to be kind of a little bit of a transition or a wake up call for her going into that, especially if she continues to let her character drive Mm -hmm. outside of the game. That, that could cause some problems, especially, you know, for me. Because I see some other girls that are in the WNBA or in college that, that have that fire and have that drive, mm-hmm. but to an extent. Right. You know, and I feel like she's kind of playing with fire on that a little bit, and she'll be humbled very quickly when she goes to the WNBA. Yeah, because some girls she, on that next level. Is, yeah, considered, is she's move? already considered the best women's basketball player of all time? Ooh. I think she's – oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. I was going to say she's – Less than 200. College, I'm sorry. She's less than than 180 points away from passing Plum for all-time career scoring in Division I women's basketball. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I just don't rank it by points, though, when it comes to this player. What do you rank it by? I mean, total total play. You know what I'm saying? Not just points. It's Kareem Abdul. Oh, so now it's total play. (laughs) (laughs) Continue. 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 Now it's total play. Carry carry on. No, not just total play, but you know what I'm saying? Because you got people. You got Maya Moore. Yeah, I was about to say Maya Moore. Candace Parker. Yeah, I was about to say. They don't just put up a lot of points. Maya Moore, first of all, this is a, was, yeah. Come on. The difference, <laughs> and that's what I was about to I say. I see your point. The difference, though, I think with Maya Moore and people like that is the team they surrounded themselves with. Like, you yeah. can't, like, let's, that's just a name in itself. Caitlin, say, Iowa is a great basketball team, but without Caitlin, they wouldn't be they would not be, they, they, they would not be Iowa yeah. at all. I think you've seen that difference in the national championship game oh, last sure. year. When yeah. they played at LSU, it was like, it's a team versus one person. Yeah, yeah, one person. Nah, yeah. Which I do agree. I do agree that championship game put some heat on her back. And I think that's also plays into her character a little bit this year of why she's got more of a chip on her shoulder. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Go ahead, Evan. I just think 
when it comes to like the impact with Caitlyn, like she she forces you to watch the game because like because right. because obviously you know women's basketball and sports isn't as dominant on ESPN and all that stuff mm. as NFL, NBA, and stuff like that. But like everywhere you look, anytime you refresh the page, Caitlyn Clark, like she's just she's everywhere. She is. Like I haven't, and because you brought up Maya Moore, I haven't seen someone that really forced me to watch mm-hmm. women's college basketball outside of Candace Parker and Maya Moore, Sabrina, and and, and Sabrina Wilson, right, and Wilson. But like, but, but, but that's the thing, like, and like, Paige, because Paige. because that Paige list, too. because Paige. that list nice. is like, very <laughs> is very short. I was gonna yeah, have a hot take. Uh, I have a hot take because mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna lie. I told people. I this hope all the we time. on the same page yeah, with this same. one. I think Paige Buckner is gonna have a better WNBA career. Than I, I, I think it's hard. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Paige <laughs> Buckner is nice. Like just because she tore ACL, but bro, bro, she's nice. But, but, but like, that's what I'm <laughs> because that list is very is very short for like women. Like dang, like you tune in, like oh my god, like you know. What, I like, gotta what, watch you. Who? Like yeah, exactly. Like I like I have to watch you. Just put on a show. Right. That list is very very short. So for that. Like obviously, like a bunch of eyeballs are on her. Like, like Sam said, like there's a chip on her shoulder. Like it's, 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 it's crazy of like how much of an impact she's had. Like she sells out arenas everywhere. Like it's, mm-hmm. she's literally a rock star. She like is. It's, 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 it's wild. She so. is. Well, she's also with the like. When's the last time you've seen a women's basketball collegiate basketball player shooting from twenty five? Like so, she's tra- she's changing the game in that regard to where now they're having to d- defend that, mm-hmm. and they're putting they're she's putting uh, the opponent in positions that they're they they don't really know what to do because right. it's, it's always half court, mm-hmm. but not it's half, half court, court in half court, right? Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So now that's bringing out the defense even wider, and I mean even just in the Ohio State game, she blew past five players on her own because of that because she's starting her play further out, mm-hmm. and so as far as the physical game itself. Y'all can disagree with me if you want. Don't care. But women basketball players are more fundamentally sound than men. One thousand. I agree. Okay. Yes. One hundred percent. Good to know. Agree with that. So, yep. um, I'm not going to agree with that, but yeah, go ahead. There's a difference between fundamentally sound and athletic. Yeah, I know. Okay. So then, okay. I, I, I know. Yeah. So. So yeah, I think it takes more skills and more fundamentals to do more moves. No, I just no basic. Fundamentals, basic fundamentals. Okay, yeah, but to get advanced fundamentals, you have to be very good at basic fundamentals. To go advanced more, you have to be good at you have to be really good you at basic do. fundamentals. So like you do. I'm saying that the game, the reason why women's basketball hasn't gotten the recognition it has is because they're not dunking, they're not doing these crazy. Yeah, no, no, it's like, like yeah, that. that's the entertainment, right? The entertainment. So value. a way that Caitlin Clark is gaining attention back to just fundamentals is her skill as a shooter. Mm-hmm. She's not doing anything crazy. It's right. just she's extending her game out, and it's it's changing the concept of the game and the, how it's structured. But I just think the, the type of players and the skill that we have in female basketball right now, all the way from freshmen from um, Hidalgo at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. all the way up to senior, like Caitlin Clark. Like mm-hmm. there are so many players, Juju, like there's so many players. Juju's coming up. Dog. What? There are so many <laughs> players. Got to mention. There are so many players right now that it's just like the next four or five years. Like if you're not watching there, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So then, so then that leads into this. So with the players that you just named, and obviously WNBA players, Brianna Stewart, uh, Kelsey Plum, Wilson, the list goes on. Where do you see women's basketball going from this point on? 
I mean, it's already kind of starting. Like, the, there's another team being added in the Bay Area in 2025. Like, they're adding more more teams, more locations. Um, I think that, you know, just – I mean, they had the biggest draft year they had last summer. Like, mm-hmm. it's just – it's picking up momentum. It's long overdue. Um, it's finally getting, like I said, the recognition it deserves, the viewership it, it's getting. Like, I can't remember off the top of my head, but, like, a lot of the games of – that they're playing, whether it's Iowa or South Carolina, LSU, like they're breaking records mm-hmm. on viewership. And so it's like something's going on, something changed, and that is the fact that there are quality women's basketball players that are are finally getting out there. Now, it could also be a lot with the NIL and social media and things like that, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like this is going to change the way that the WNBA gets recognized, and I think you're going to see a lot more teams start popping up. You what do you think? Is could, anything could change to make it more exciting, more viewership? Knowledge, education. No, inter- like the things that the WNBA can do to try to get more viewership. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like starting from the ground up of uh, getting more people into col- women's college basketball yeah. and following them all the way through. I oh, think. Yeah. Uh, so I think you know, with the way that this is growing of how women's basketball is growing, it's going to force the WNBA to expand even more. Yeah, I think the NBA it's, should it's, pick it's up. Gonna, it's going to have to. I think the to. NBA should make it like G League teams. I think they need to combine with the WNBA. They're going to have to. And do attach to all these I would love teams. to see a Houston conference. They have 30, 30 the Warriors WNBA are kind of doing that right yeah, now by yeah. the expansion. They, I know, they're trying to the get into NBA that. The NBA does pay for a lot of, does pay for a sizable portion of WNBA means and how you run the league. Because it's just the money isn't the same as it yeah. is on that level. So right. the NBA yeah, is trying to like, help yeah. by you know right. sharing the funds. But my question to you is, do you ever foresee, even in the next 15, 20 years, for a WNBA player to even get a average NBA contract? Because like, the pay gap like is crazy. Yeah. Like it's $9 million average for the NBA players. It's 108000 yeah. for WNBA players. Mm-hmm. So do you ever see that gap closing significantly? And as we're talking about this, the, how the WWE and the NBA is going to evolve, Serena, Sabrina just mm-hmm. agreed to Stephen Curry. They will have a three-point shootout at <laughs> uh, uh, the All-Star game. Let's wow. get it. They're going to do it at the yeah, airport. It's like, literally, it's, it it's, it's stuff like that that get getting more support. There's a lot of um, NBA players that support the WNBA and the WNBA players. So, like, stuff like this of showing that support and that momentum. And this is just my personal take. But what – not getting into specifics on this particular session. But what happened with Brittany Griner, okay? Yeah. That is a huge safety – Let's just talk about the safety of that, right? Mm-hmm. You have women that are playing in the WNBA that ha- are ha- like have to go overseas to make more money. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. they're, it is insane. Like there's only a handful of the people I named, Stuart, Wilson, Plum, that are getting top tier money. Right. Okay. So let's say you're an average player on the team, get plenty of minutes, not a star, but get plenty of minutes. Like you're making what we make out here to play the sport that you love. So what are you doing the rest of the year? Like they are having to get other jobs, mm-hmm. do other things or play overseas where in overseas, as we saw Brittany Griner, like you, t- you typically make nine times out of 10 more money over overseas. there. Right. Over there than here. right. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, now you're putting players at risk for something like that. Now, granted the specifics, we're not going to talk about it, but I just wish we were in an environment where they didn't have to do that. Right. I and that they can make money just like the men, I don't think, unfortunately, it will ever be like you're not going to have a WNBA player making what 
150 million. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like, talking about like an average one, yeah. like a three yes. for 40 type yeah. of deal. Yes, it, with people like Caitlin Clark, the NILs, because in order to keep the WNBA afloat, like because now you got to think about it, you're competing with money they're making in college. Mm-hmm. They got to sub- sustain that Correct. into the WNBA. So it's like it's going to force more. It's, it's, it's definitely going to force their hand. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like, okay, so uh, Caitlin Clark's with Nike, Gatorade, Bose, like all these um, companies. Does that just stop once she graduates? Right. No, no, it's going to keep going. So it's like they'll like LeBron. He doesn't make all his money on the court. He mm. makes it in all mm-hmm. this other stuff. But right. I do think that that's the transition from college to WNBA would def- definitely help. But then also the quality of players that are coming out and that unification between the WNBA, the NBA expansion is a good sign that it's leading that way. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Houston comments. My, we need a team. Man, they need to bring the comments back. I will try out. Houston comments. We need a team. This is, what this, do I got this, to lose? True. <laughs> I'm going to try true. out. I'm going to be told no. I'm going to be like, okay, bye. My sister kind of said this one time, uh, not one time, like a year or two ago. She used to play college, but I'm not college basketball, high school basketball before she tore both her ACLs. But she, was, she said, if she, this is no slander, she was like, if you put the goals to nine foot and let women dunk, you know how many views they will probably get? That would be crazy. I mean, talk that about when Brittany Griner started dunking. Everybody oh, yeah. Yeah. Broke the internet. Yeah, yeah broke the internet. If yeah. you put the rims down to nine foot and just let them just fucking really dunk and do all. Did, you know how many views they probably would get? Women, women dunking is kind of crazy. It would definitely be. <laughs> it's sure. crazy. Do y'all so, think Juju's gonna be the first woman to get a signature shoe? She's a freshman. No, nah, doesn't no. doesn't. Nah, I think Maya has a uh, Sabrina. Sabrina. Sabrina has Sabrina one. Has do, one yeah. But do you think Juju's gonna get one? Like in college? No, when she gets out of yeah, college, yeah, to yeah. The next yeah, level, because yeah, she got another yes, yes. three three years, yeah, yeah, before she goes, yeah. yeah. Okay. I say I'm pretty sure Maya Moore has I mean, some like uh, P's, P's, oh, actual. I'm talking yeah, about a signature. Like, no, I feel like there's gonna be a long yeah. line of girls that are probably gonna get their own shoe, and Age. I feel like they they're gonna sell Pink crazy because girls don't Pink have Pink. like basketball shoes that are like oh she hoops and she wears these shoes. Funny like story that. about Sabrina shoes. Um, I had someone tell me that they went to. Um, What's the sneaker sneaker con? Sneaker con. Sneaker con. Yeah. Literally thought they were about to buy Kobe's and they were Sabrina shoes. And then he was like, nah, never mind. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. Okay, we got to, yeah, we, first of all, what? yeah. We, we didn't want to buy them. We got to we gotta date that back because Cheryl Swoops is the first yeah. first player to ever, ever first WM player to have a signature. Cheryl, Swoops. Cheryl. with the comments. She had, she had the, the, the Nike Air Swoops. I was like, Air Swoops. So, <laughs> so before we move on. You, oh, Lisa Leslie, what the fuck? You brought something Man, up Lisa Leslie about nice. uh, about Caitlin Clark. You said like kind of like her attitude and stuff. What do mm-hmm. you what do you Go mean back. by that? So like just kind of kind of elaborate based on what you mean about her attitude and stuff like that. I respect players that obviously can live up to the talk, right? Like she's performing off the charts. We've talked about that, and that's that's obvious. My issue with Caitlin Clark is I've started to, and, and this was just me personally, like I'm all about hyping up the crowd, but like, I'm not a, this is just me. I'm not a person that just runs up into the stands after a play. Like, that's just not like, you have to have this composure on the court, a defined balance of like shit talking and getting fired up, but then also remaining humble at the same time. And I feel like specifically with the house state situation that had just occurred Man. and if you're if you're in tune with anything that's going on, that first clip, let's talk about the first clip. You know that was that was all her. 
Like there is no question. Mm -hmm. And then if you fast forward and see the most recent clip that came out, the front facing one, it proves it even further. My problem with her is she's a sore loser. They lost to Ohio State. Mm -hmm. She put up 45 points, like you were saying earlier. She puts up her career high, all these points, but isn't winning. Right. And has the audacity then come into the press post game press conference and say, Oh, I, this was a tactic. I could have been hurt. Luckily I wasn't, you know, all this Tries mess to paint this image yeah. for, sy- for sympathy, for sympathy, right. you know? And it's like, I would respect that a lot more if she just took the L and was like, next time we're going to get him right. move along. Like, but okay. she had to create a scene to put the attention back on her not Ohio state. And that's kind of where the issue runs a little bit for me right. where I can kind of start to see that attitude like kind bubbling of up. bubbling up yeah, to the top. Mm-hmm. To bubble up. Yeah. And I mean, like people were so upset last year with Angel Reese, right? Doing uh, this. Yeah. Man. Doing, doing that. This and doing, the whole doing, team doing was doing, doing it. Right. You can't you see can't, me stuff. And then I'm just like, that's part of the game. Right. Mm-hmm. What happened at Ohio State is taking it too far. You know? And they were like, well, LeBron flops. Okay. Okay. You think but, do you, grown, but do you, man, but do you see him like going around, like he'll stand by and be like, no, I got fouled. And just like, but we know he's lying. But is he going and like creating these false narratives yeah. behind the scenes to create more attention on him? Like if a team, if, if his team gets beat, they get beat. And mm-hmm. he's like, all right, chalk it up next. Mm-hmm. Caitlin Clark's doing the opposite of that. She's like, how can I make this situation back on me? Right. And that's what I don't, don't get with. Mm-hmm. Only it's thing I fair, gotta say, yeah, fair, fair point. Yeah, fair it is. It's just only harder for kid for college because they're kids, right? Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying. They're just, still, these still are 18, 20 year old mm-hmm. kids. They don't know how to handle so much pressure. Right. So she should have a better attitude though. Like, goddamn. I mean, and go but guys. So y'all know me. If we doing some competitive sports wise, I'm talking. Yeah, you're I'm talking. talking. <laughs> From the beginning to to the end. To I'm the talking end. before and after. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's like you were saying. I just Keep that same energy the entire, the entire time. time. Right. Yeah. I agree. KG said it. It's only one one way in and one way out of this trash talking game. You either all the way in or you all the way out. Mm-hmm. And you got to be willing to live with whatever comes from what happened on this court. Right. Right. Um, and you got to find a balance, like a healthy balance. And she'll find it, it whether she wants to or not, definitely at the next level. Because you, you got the New York Liberty with a super team. Mm-hmm. The Aces just won the championship. They got a super with team two the pe- Mercury. With, with two girls that I can think top of my head that keep it real from the jump mm-hmm. that they're on the, Kelsey, well, Kelsey Plum and Asia Wilson yeah. like they've been that person you know what you're getting when you're playing them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know the comments and how they're going to give feedback Caitlin I feel like she's letting some stuff get to her head a little bit mm-hmm. and that that's my only concern is if you know because she's she's a senior this year mm-hmm. so it's like she won't next this up do, do females have to wait they have to wait four years females have to wait four years do they have to wait mm-hmm. they, they have to wait three, but I mean, yeah, they make them wait three years. That's terrible. I don't know if they make them, but no. I think it's just. I mean, especially now with nil, I think they. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, with nil, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going. I'm staying. Yeah. Yeah. I think whenever she gets. Well, to y'all see Arch? You see Arch Manny making all that money? Hey, money. money on that bench. Hey, but, <laughs> but that's different. Money. But that's money. different because that's football. So you're not making the money that the guys up there are making. Mm -hmm. And what we're talking about now with college, women's college basketball to the WNBA, that money is very comparable. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Arch Manny Manny quadruples Brock Purdy's salary. 
And again, but, but Brock Purdy's it, second different. contract is going to be we don't know ninety that, times we don't more know that. than that first That's contract. Bro, he's the second year. <laughs> You're not going to resign the dude that took you to back-to-back NFC championship games. You the fool if you don't resign Boo-boo him. Boo-boo the fool. Hey, man, they, fool. they just interchange quarterbacks I'm so fast. I'm not even the biggest Brock Purdy fan, and that's – no. They going to they gonna bring <laughs> who, who was the quarterback before Brock Purdy? Jimmy Garoppolo. They resigned him, right? They didn't have a choice. Barely. Yeah. yeah who was did. the backup? Nick Mullins? Nah, Trey Lance. Even worse. <laughs> Trey Lance. Trey Lance is third string in Dallas. Yeah, that was a, bad. Bad. That was a terrible trade for them. Oh. They traded up to go get him. They did. That was terrible. To yeah. three. They went to three. Yeah, they went to three to go get him. Mm-mm. 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 Yeah, no. It's Y'all could have drafted me. I would have took that first round money. I need it. Yeah. I take it. Yeah. Oh. So we'll end this. We'll end this with this one. So all star starters came out tonight. Who do y'all think got snubbed from that all-star starter? I need. To, I gotta look list. at the list again. Nobody, because it's all-star starters. You, know you don't get snubbed in all-star starters because the fan vote is fifty percent. So I there's will, no snubs. I will go through the list. So in the West, we have KD, Jokic, LeBron, Luca, and Shea Gilgis. Oh, Edwards. Over over KD over KD Edwards over KD KD bro. That, the, the, the Suns are terrible right now. Wait, wait, wait. Are y'all serious? Anthony Edwards? Go look Anthony at his stats. Go look at his Anthony Edwards stats right now. Look him up. But here, here you go, stat man. No, we no, talking no. about stats again. And they're number one team. Second, they're the second team in the West. Okay. They're balling. And? The problem with the fan vote is they ain't looking at stats. I know. That's, 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 so, that's what that's, I know. That's why I, I said there's no so snow. When it no, comes to fans, like fan they're not going to think of... Starting five without KD. No, at all. I hate fan votes. <laughs> all right. And then the get East. like the NFL, NBA. Get like the NFL, bro. Like, I told you. All pros are in the accurate. East, we got Embiid, Giannis, Tyrese Halliburton, Dame Lillard, and Tatum. Uh, I'll be honest. Dame. Wait, wait. Dame Lillard. Lillard made a starter? That, a starter. That's why I say it's Dame. It's Dame. Over Maxi and Jalen Brunson. Brunson. Trey Young, not a starter. Trey Young. Uh, and Trey, Trey averaging what eleven he, assists he, a game? Uh, he he been he been hurt a lot. Like he been on and off this year. So do you think that's because of the trade? Which what? trade? Because Dame's, Dame's now. Oh in the Dame! East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I what feel like mean? it's because he's in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. they forced yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because he would have been in the West. He wouldn't have made it. He definitely wouldn't have made he it. Made so that. do you think a lot of fans might have picked him because then it's like him versus the West, like? A situation where maybe and also the thing that Jalen Brunson is criminally underrated. Jalen Brunson does not get the respect he deserves as a player. Yeah, guard. I think he got back from his injury and dropped like 30, 30, 40, some, Man, he, some he random. Kills, he's, he's going crazy. Kills. And he got to put up with Julius Randle, but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> that is. A whole nother conversation. Julius, get, so, be more consistent, dog. Oh, LaMelo was hurt this year. I'm trying to think of East guards. I mean, he's going to make it. I mean, he's going to make it. He'll make the, the, he'll starter, he might be bro. a starter. Bro, his fans' votes are crazy. LaMelo? Bro, he owns decided. overtime IG page. If you want to have, if you want to have, I think this is bro, he was a starter last year. If you want to have a conversation about Lamelo, then that's a whole different topic that's because different Lamelo topic. actually needs to get the hell out of Charlotte. No, I think I, I think, I think he needs to escape Charlotte, Charlotte as well. Lamelo, Lamelo, go to Brooklyn. Go to Brooklyn. Get on that Nets team, man. Y'all be fire. Right, nah, so yeah, fire. but you got to remember, LaMelo, bro, the, the fans love him, bro. I mean, is he going to be an all-star? Yes, but yeah. starter? He was last year, so you can't say. Was he last year? Yes. 
Harden. Was he? Yes. I don't know about that. He was a, Lomelo was an all-star starter last year. I don't think he was. Yeah, I almost say, I don't think he was. I think James James was the no James wasn't the starting mm-hmm. point no, guard. No, because he pouted about it. He twenty. <laughs> <laughs> he did what? He pouted, he pouted about, about it. it. <laughs> pouted about it. James Harden not gonna be an all star in the West. Wait, oh, 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 do they call these twenty twenty three all stars or twenty twenty four? Twenty twenty four. And it's in Indiana. Yes, that's why I, I said know, I need, I need to go out at the airport, man. In that court they put you in the airport. <laughs> well, speaking of that, they're court, gonna be really you know, bored you know, there. <laughs> you know they covered the rims, right? So nobody goes in there and shoot. Oh, <laughs> no, why y'all covered the uh, rims? They're gonna be like, this is the Indy 500, and that's it. That's it. That's it. What you is know? there to do in Indiana? There's honestly, nothing, to do. nothing. So, all right, I think that is a wrap for episode seven with our special guest, my wife Samantha Vaden. Thank you, baby. We appreciate you coming, being our first guest on the pod. I'm Evan. Wait a minute, wait a minute, guys. Before we leave, one last thing. Like, congratulations again, guys. Thank you. It was a great wedding. I was very thankful to be there. Um, Last thing, guys, get in the comments. Yes. Let Evan know that it's time to come on home. We love you. <laughs> we, took, we took great pictures. It was amazing. You look great, my guy. It's time to come on home. No, he wasn't an all-star last Take year. Take us out. I, remember, he broke his leg last year. He did. Oh, yeah, he yeah. did. Remember walking up the well, court, he broke his leg. Thank y'all for before. tuning in. Like, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Also, check man, us out on look, Apple Man, we need the support, Pie. man. Y'all, y'all come Word through, man. Mouth. Check us out on Spotify, and we out. Bye. See you, see you.